what up, what up, what up? Thanks again for tuning in. This is the Activated Podcast, your boy Evil, live and direct, of course, inside the Activated Podcast studio. Um, I got some gentlemen in here with me today. Um, they look a little bit tired. One of them I don't trust yet, but y'all see it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know how much I trust them, but we're going to figure this out. Uh, today, uh, I'm speaking uh, to a first time ever actually on the podcast. I'm speaking to um, Record Label. Um, I like their name. Uh, in a little bit, I'll let them introduce themselves and we could figure this out. We're talking music today. We're talking heritage that represent the beautiful country of Ghana that I got a chance to go to um, in 2019 for a show for Afrofest Ghana. And I didn't really get to to, to, to spend time. I, I definitely got to go back. Most definitely. Um, to Ghana. We're going to talk to them, see if they've been, if they was there recently. I'm assuming you guys... They're like, nah. We ain't got the doses, bro. We ain't got the doses, bro. We're going to talk vaccine today or, or, or what we nah, doing? Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. <laughs> COVID is over. over so we can go. We can fly now. Yeah, we can move from there. Yeah, um, so now I, I want to introduce, uh, and one thing I like about the, the record label, the name of it, it is African people everywhere. That's yeah. correct. And I think yeah. right now we at a time where, you know, we're, we're sort of figuring out our superpower is just... Uh, people of the continent, people of the continent descent, people that are first generation, second generation, mm-hmm. uh, were having to tap back into that power that I know growing up, that was the worst thing about us was that we were African, right? Like I can remember mm-hmm. vividly being in school Facts. and being made fun of Facts. that my Facts. parents, you know, accent was a little fucked mm-hmm. up, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and now look where we at today, right? It's, it's, it's believing into that and, and continue to pursue it. Um, to get it where it's at today. So I'll start, you know, we got three gentlemen. Actually, we got four, sorry, my bad. We got the man behind the scenes who, you know, is, is a guy that I actually went to school with when I first came to Toronto. Uh, we spent a year in Western Collegiate. Uh, we played football together, so we, we tapped in, you know, how long has it been, like, 2008? It's been a long time. And they hear me like, yo, what's up with the podcast? I say, yo, whatever you want to do, pull up. You know what I'm saying? So we'll start with the gentleman in front of me here. He is the in-house producer. Yes. Um, and I'll Those let you most dangerous producer, yes. They, they're not yeah, ready. Let's go. <laughs> they're not ready. Let's go. Talk to us a little bit. Yeah, okay, yeah. My name is Narcos. You know what I mean? Coming from Toronto. To be more specific, Southside Jane, you know. I've been producing for like I'll say like two years now. Like mm-hmm. I just got in the game like two years ago, twenty twenty. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my first time uh, working with uh Quams from UK. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know. Doing your thing. Off, yeah. Appreciate you, man. Mm-hmm. Um, the artist. Skr, skr. <laughs> Come on, wizard. <laughs> Talk <Okay>. to him. <laughs> Talk to us a little bit. Introduce yourself to the people and 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 um, tell them something, something about you that people wouldn't be able to tell off the bat. Hmm. Well, you know, it's the wizard, Skrilla God, GH King, you know what I'm saying? Tampene, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And um, one thing... I guess people wouldn't know about me when they see me. Is I'm a real nice person. I might look mm, maybe dangerous, <laughs> unapproachable, but like I'm a nice person. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? As long as like you come with respect, then you receive the same yeah. respect back. And I'm some cool guy. You know what I mean? Don't it, hurt people. And you know what? I was gonna say that because you you do. Well, not for me because you know we 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 come from where we come from, so we right. we're not we're not easily <laughs> rattled in a way, right? But right. for sure, I can see. You know, white people see you and they like, oh shit. You got the hoodie on, he got the beard, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're walking on the sidewalk behind them. 
you know what I'm saying? And like they're walking and they see you behind you or they're behind them. They're like, whoa, mm-hmm. like, oh, crash shit quickly. Yeah. And it's just like, fuck, man. Now, let me ask you this. This might just be personal to me. Mm-hmm. Why don't we lead with our niceness? Why don't we just come on, you know what I mean? Without the, the I feel like it's a mask that we put on to protect us. Why, why don't we tap into the like, niceness The niceness side of we us. do, but we don't get a chance to show it. Yeah. Because we're being judged from when we're seen, right? Yeah. So however we look, it's just like, oh, he's a black guy. Oh, dangerous uh, shooter. I remember one time um, I was in a grocery line, right? And a lady took like one of my bags by accident. Yeah. And she's like, oh, sorry, don't shoot me. I was like... <laughs> What? Really? <laughs> oh God! Oh, Isn't it Lord too? So I like, yeah. I looked at her and I just chuckled. I'm like, huh. and I just kept pushing. Yeah. I don't think she took in what she she said what how she it said. came out, you know. But it's just like, yo, no matter what, like you can be the nicest person in the world. I was just watching um Bel Air. It's a really good show. Um, so there was a like a scene where like Carlton was in his house mm-hmm. and the police barged in. They're like, yo, who's the owner of this house? And he's like, oh, it's me. And they're like, nah. Get your, get your face on the wall. Yeah. Then uh, put your hands behind your back. It's like, whoa, bro. You didn't even give me a chance to even talk yeah. to you. You get what I'm trying to say? So I feel like off the bat, you're already judged. So it is what it is. So we, em- we embrace that who we are. I mean, and that's interesting because I think that, I mean, yeah, like we do, we do, because we are judged so often, we come in with, with our walls. And then as you get mm-hmm. to know somebody, you really get to see like, oh, this person is a product of his environment, right? He didn't, you know, you, we don't wake up saying we're going to be these people but we end up kind of like putting in that mask or whatever it is to kind of and, and that's really to to, to protect us right yeah, like it's like okay man. if you think i'm like this let me already you know create some separation between you and i and then mm-hmm. um so then you know you're not you don't catch me off guard kind of thing most definitely shout out to you man the nicest guy in the room appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> um and to my left obviously if you listen to the podcast it makes no difference to you um uh introduce yourself for the people yeah you know hundo p AKA Vito, you know what I'm saying? I'm here from, you know, 401 West to West Africa, we're live. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Live and we're direct. Here, you know what I'm saying? Aping it. Um, and last but not least, my man, he's off camera. You won't see him if, he's, if you're looking at the clips, but he's here. He's in the house. He's the one that I actually got in touch with first. Um, Ray, I, I mean, I'm, I'm giving your name a bit, but yeah. I'll let you kind of talk to the people a bit and introduce yourself. Okay, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Ray. Uh, one of the named exec product. Uh, pr- uh, hey, the English is not coming. One of the named executive producers of APE, African People Everywhere. You know, trying to connect African people everywhere. Yeah. Through yeah. our stories, with our authentic sounds and whatnot. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Facts. Yeah. Um, before we even get into the music and things like that, I want people to kind of get to know us on on a personal level because I feel like once you are able to establish a personal connection with somebody it actually makes you want to go look into them and who they are and things yeah. like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, at the very beginning of the podcast, I did you know let you know that everybody outside of me is from Ghana. Uh, I got a chance to go out there. Uh, beautiful country. Uh, and I want to ask y'all something, and uh, whoever wants to answer, no problem. Um, now, being Ghanaian and seeing where Ghana is right now, um, it's, it's a big centerpiece in, in terms of representing the continent for sure. You know, you see the parties, you see the music coming out of there, yeah. you see the vibe, you see mm-hmm. the constructions. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel, right, being Ghanaian mm. and watching people use your country to, to, to propel themselves to the next level, right? Because there's a lot of people that actually go there and sort of get popping, right? Yeah. And uh, maybe I'll ask the artist first and, and you could kind of give me your, your, your thoughts on this, like, 
You're like, damn, bro, I've been told y'all country was popping. And now it might get to a point where you might not get to benefit Mm. to its full potential um, as you should, being that you are actually Ghanaian. You know what I'm saying? Talk to me a little bit about that. Well, okay. Um, It's great because now it makes it a big tourist attraction. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like LA, Miami, you know, Bali shit. Now we have Ghana. Yeah. Ghana's a place to go where the celebrities go out in December and enjoy the months of like um, festivities and whatnot. You know what I mean? So yeah, it is going to get oversaturated at a point. It's good for the economy. You know what I'm saying? So I can't be wrong at that. I can't be mad at that. But there's one thing that a lot of Ghanaians do say. Like, yeah, you could blow as an artist in Ghana, Mm -hmm. but most times Ghanaian artists go to Nigeria. See what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like, it's almost like vice versa for Nigerians too. So the Nigerians go to Ghana. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Because if you look at it, Wizkid, Burna Boy, David O, they all went to Ghana. And from there, they started going and skyrocketing to the top. So it's almost the same thing with Ghanaians too. But Loki and the Mr. Ease is probably with like the one example I would give. Mm-hmm. But he's not Ghanaian, but he started off in Ghana. Yeah. And then he took his shit back to Nigeria and then it, that was it. I, I, for the longest time, I thought Mr. Easy was, was Nigerian. I mean, no. Well, Nigerian, he's Nigerian. Oh, sorry, sorry. I mean, sorry. I mean, I, I thought he was he was Ghanaian for the longest time, and then when when it came up, even people was confused. It's like I was hella confused. I thought he was Ghanaian too, bro. You had me fooled, man. Because I know he also speak tree and stuff like that. Yeah, right? he picked up a one too. I guess he's you know he's been over there for I a think day. He studied you know? in Ghana. Yeah, he studied in Ghana. He spent a lot of time too. there, right? Yeah. Just, yeah. You know what it is? I think it's like uh, for him, he's one of those guys that like he just embraced our culture because mm-hmm. there's always been separation mm-hmm. between mm-hmm. Ghanians and Nigerians. Nigerians. So he just embraced it. So because he embraced it so much, people just automatically assumed he's one of us. Mm-hmm. You know? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. normally, people are like, hey, hey, I'm Ni- like, Nigerians are in Ghanaian. Hey, I'm Nigerian. And when again, Ghanaians are in Nigeria, like, hey, hey, I'm Ghanaian. Yeah. Like, don't forget. Yeah. <laughs> that's dope. I mean, I think for me, it's, it's like, I, I, lo- I love to see it and I think that um, and I tell people this all the time, especially people who are born and raised in this part of the world, North America. I'm, I'm just going to put it in one pocket. It's like, if you have an opportunity to actually go back and connect back with your roots in whichever way that you can, whether it's, you know, through investing back into your homeland, it, it, you know, it's through going back and setting up platforms and, and mm-hmm. things like that. I always mm-hmm. tell people, you got to look at it. And, and if you can, mm-hmm. for sure do it. Because when you're looking at how the world is set up now, we've maxed out on on potential on this part of the world, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, everything mm-hmm. here has been done and remixed, and, mm-hmm. you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Something as simple as, like, you know, and, and I'm going to take an example that I've been doing going back to my homeland is, like, building a house, but, like, designing it, like, from a very unique perspective. Like, just that alone is going to be the first of, mm-hmm. right? And then when you, mm-hmm. when you set the tone for that, yeah. then you're able to, like, you know, maximize in, in the return Mm-hmm. ROI, which is a return on investment. Right, right, and then right. also showcasing people like, hey, this is not all, you know, the we've heard it to be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. People think that Africa is still yeah. in huts and shit. War, war. I mean, they, yeah, they know yeah. we ain't got huts no more because they seen they seen the Airbnbs. <laughs> you know what I mean? But they think it's still like a complete chaos. But mm. um, if, if anybody has a chance to really tap back into the content, I always suggest, listen, in whichever way you can, if it's for you guys, it could be music, it could be taking your record label and actually working with Ghanaian artists from there and connecting that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely gonna gonna help everybody uh, move forward. But I think it's dope. But I'm gonna be honest with you though, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I see people being gone. For, I'm like, damn, man. He, you know? <laughs> Come back home. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You've been out there yeah. eight months. It's yeah, like, it's enough. You ain't got a job to go to. What's up? Um, now, let, let's, let's, let's get into... Um, I went through uh, Skrilla's uh, whole biography, you know, watched the videos, mm-hmm. uh, listened to the sound, um, seeing the, the, the shift that you, that you did from what your earlier music used to sound like mm-hmm. to you kind of like um, progressing and evolving, which is what I love seeing artists do. Right. I hate when artists are stuck in no. one way. It's like, right. you know what I mean? It's evolution because even you as a person, I'm sure that you've changed a lot, right? Mm-hmm. When you, If you mm-hmm. look at mm-hmm. the first subject matter from your first video, right, right. you was talking about maybe you're not living that life and it's okay to be like, hey man, I used to do this to survive. Mm-hmm. Now I'm a father now. I'm yeah. an uncle. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm a, I'm a you know, high-functioning mm-hmm. person in society. Right. My music also should speak to that, right? Mm-hmm. So talk to me a little bit about, um, I think it was an earlier project. I'm trying to see here. Uh, um, you, you also started in a group. Right. Actually, let's start from there. Okay. Um, talk to me about the. the <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, talk to me a little bit about um, what, what, what was the name of the group called? How many people was in it? Your role in it, and you mm. actually walking away uh, from that. All right. So, oh man, ROS. Remember, <laughs> I struggle, aka Right Out Squad. Um, it was me, Hundo P, and my next brother, uh, Alice Perp. Um, I think we were driving somewhere at one point. I think we went to uh, All Star Wings, right? Mm. We sat down, ate the food. We're thinking about a name. We're like, "Yo, what should a name be?" Came back to the car. Literally, like it was like a movie. Right before we sat in the car, I'm like, "Yo, remember our struggle?" And I was like, "Yeah, what's wrong with that?" <laughs> and from there, like I've, like I think. Now I've matched my work ethic Mm -hmm. to that point because at that point in 2009, 2010, that work ethic was impeccable. Like literally like we had over a thousand songs and shit. Like there was so much stuff that was going on. We had like five different artists. There Mm -hmm. was Jay Blizz and Jay Blizz at the time was a guy. Um, Jason Pax, Looney Blue. Um, <laughs> uh, we, we, we don't talk about it. I forget, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, uh, um, and and why, why, why won't we talk about that? That's awesome. That's on some personal shit. Like he just, he just, he, he just was part it. of the group, and you he guys was part of the group. Out. But like, it's a lot of goofy shit. He's just too much goofy shit. You know mm. what I'm saying? He wasn't focused. He was uh, a distraction uh, to man, to everybody's just, work. You feel me? So it's just. I like, mean, I think you got. I mean, for me personally, I think that like it's. it's Things that needs to be said, and I get. It. I think that sometimes we don't want to talk about, it. and obviously mm. you shouldn't get into details. Yeah, if it's not your place to speak, or you don't want to speak on that man, but it's like, mm. yo, it, it, I always tell people: imagine if we actually share a lot more of our struggle, mm. right? Like, mm. imagine if we actually like open up a little bit more. Usually, mm. when you hear about people going through it, it's mm. too late to even help them. Facts, facts. You know what I'm saying? Mm. We have this mentality where it's like, damn, man, like I don't want to. You know, it's it's almost like you don't want to be vulnerable. That's really what it is, right? right? right it's like right, you don't right. want to be vulnerable because you don't want people to take that mm-hmm. as a sign of weakness and try you. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. That's right. the whole, That's whole you know mask, mask that, we, yeah. that we that we put on. But I think that for me, I'm complete opposite. Mm. I'm gonna tell you probably what I struggle with firsthand mm-hmm. first and get that out of the way. Right. 
Because I also understand that like just because I struggle in this space mm-hmm. doesn't make me weak in any other Most way, right? Definitely not. Most um, definitely but not. so some guys in the group sometimes they do, you know, you gotta boot them, you know. It's just I don't even think it was more of a boot thing. It was more like because like, I got to a point where I got frustrated and I mm-hmm. left. You know what I'm saying? Because on a real tip, like me, me and Hundo P at a point we weren't even talking. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it got like you know serious on our own personal tip, but then because we have respect for each other, because mm-hmm. we had like a friendship that was real. Yeah. We were yeah. able to rekindle that and put whatever that what whatever the fuck happened in the past mm-hmm. and move on and we're still bros, still strong. Like it's nothing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But for other people though, I can't say the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Because there was no respect there that people were crossing lines that they shouldn't have crossed. You get what I'm trying to say? So usually when you cross that line, there's no coming back. You gotta stay over there. And that's how mm-hmm. I move. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't have time for all that. We're getting older now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's no time to keep people around that are like. You know what I'm saying? That'll like, weighing you down. Yeah, weighing you down or just being an distraction on their own, but it's affecting what you do. Mm-hmm. It's affecting your name. You yeah. know what I'm trying to say? Like, because if, if you're a part of a collection or a collective and like, you know what I'm saying? You're representing a name. Whatever you do on road, yeah. you represent that. So if you want to go out there moving like a goofy, we're going to be looking like goofies too because we have to fend that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? So yeah. it's like... You know what I'm saying? Just kind of, you got to put people to the side and just keep it pushing. You feel yeah. me? And that's why, like, you still see me with Hundo. It's been like that since I met him in, what, 2005, 2006? You yeah. know what I'm saying? You're still pushing. You know what I mean? So, yeah, man. Like, I don't know. Ito, you add to that. Add to that shit. Um, I think I'll just say... He 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 looked like the wiser oh, of yeah. the group. I'm already picking this y'all is, apart. This is, I think this is a quiet guy. <laughs> You're definitely the the guy that's gonna tell you about yo. This shit is fucked up. <laughs> okay, that's the guy right here, and he's gonna be the voice of reason. Like yo, don't jump off the edge yet. We got this. Did I get the? Am, am I close? I'm I'm really I'm paying attention. Yeah. Sorry not to cut you. I like it. I like it. Because you're seeing what's going on. Um. I think it's, I think what it is, is just like when you're, when you guys are, when we're young, mm-hmm. right? Everyone's having fun at the same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're all doing the same things. Like if we're riding bikes, we're all riding bikes. We don't, you don't really know that the guy who's riding the bike at the back, mm-hmm. he doesn't like the guy who's riding the bike at the front. Yeah. We all just ride bikes. That's yeah. what we do. Yeah. And then when you get older, you start to realize, yo, this guy has a bike and I don't have a bike. Mm-hmm. So now you don't like him even more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now it's like, yo, this guy has a bike. I don't have a bike. And we all use this bike, but he uses it the most. Yeah. He's getting the most shine off the bike. Mm-hmm. Now the problem is the bike. Yeah. When we became friends before bikes. Yeah. Facts. You know what, like, you know what I mean? So Big it's just like, yeah. it's just like getting older <laughs> with each other and real and realizing like actually that people are actually different from you. Mm-hmm. Like different things bother different people. Like we get along so well because we're pretty much interested in the same thing. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like people used to say we were weird in high school because at after school we'll run to the studio. Or everything about us was about music. Yeah, music, sure, like, like that. People be like, "There's a jam on Saturday." We're like, we're going to the studio. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, so it's like, and you realize that people are interested in different things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then it just shows more. And then because you're so attached to what was, you hold on to it harder. And then it just breaks the chains. Mm-hmm. Like everyone mm-hmm. started kind of like hating each other, but we're forcing each other to be friends because we were friends for so long. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you can't be friends with everyone for so long. No, so you can't. Um, man, you guys touch on so many things that I, I want I want us to dissect a bit. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, and, and I think that for us to, to, to get to a place of understanding as black men, mm-hmm. right? It's like I want us to talk a little bit about this respect thing. Mm-hmm. I think respect, it's 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 a very especially in our communities, you can lose your life because of respect. And mm-hmm. and and, mm-hmm. and I think that we have to kind of like learn how to define 
and not feel, you know, it, and there's a, there's a thin line, right? Because disrespect and respect is almost like it could go one or two ways. Right. Second thing also that you guys really touched on is mm, having a business or trying to create a business mm -hmm. with friends. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's already like this. Yeah, you know what I mean? I, I'm even trying to figure out which, which is the toughest. It's the yeah. respect and the respect thing or to create a business. And also another thing, and, and because I want all of us to walk away from this conversation and learn from one another, even though I, I, I feel like I'm like the new person in, in, in this group. Mm -hmm. um, but it's our, our struggles are all the same, right? Like mm -hmm. I've had to walk away from, from a, a lot of friendship mm -hmm. and... I don't have a lot of male friends. 90% mm -hmm. of my friendship are women. Mm -hmm. Because the male friends that I was friends with, and mention, going back to the bike situation, is like, you know, male were driven with ego, right? So it's yeah. like, if we feel like this mm -hmm. girl getting all the love and the yeah, shawties, yeah, 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 yeah. I ain't got no shawties. Yeah. <laughs> You're the problem. Yeah, not not, not, me. not yeah, me taking yeah. the responsibility to like, yo, maybe you should... Instead of rapping, you should, you know, go Do start this. a business, yeah, you know, something else. long more and, and whatever that is. And I think we look at it. So for me now, it's 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 mostly women in my life and women. They don't feel challenged by me and things like that because mm -hmm. they understand early and I understand mine. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm able to, like, get through certain things um, a lot easier. Like mm -hmm. I, I could a woman could tell me, hey, man. Yeah, that thing you did eh, wasn't mm -hmm. your best work. And I don't take it personal. Because right. mm -hmm. I know she's speaking from a place that I know your full potential. Mm -hmm. I want you to be better. I, but I know as men, mm -hmm. if you tell your homeboy, like, yo, that bar was kind of trash. Mm -hmm. He might look at you like, man, you know what I mean? I'm going to talk to you again. Yeah. You know what I mean? So let's go back to this thing about respect. Mm. Um, what? Why, why do we think, especially in our community, that we really... Take that to heart. Like, you know, and and, and, and I want us also to define, because I think sometimes we mix the two, like mm -hmm. respect and ego. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I want to hear from one of you guys, like from your perspective. What 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 is what is what is respect to you? If if, if I'm getting to know you today I'm, and you're like, yo, Ebo, I need you to respect me. Break that mm -hmm. down to me. What does that look like to you? Okay, like the way I was raised, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, like the way the, the corniest line treats someone the way you want to be treated mm -hmm. most definitely no you know what i'm saying like just the please and thank yous um you know what i'm saying just eye contact all mm -hmm. of that like body language just to show that yo i'm actually paying attention see how like i'm looking at you we're yeah. having a conversation yeah respect is oh disrespect would be like not even like acknowledging that you're in the room mm -hmm. you get what i'm trying to say so like, when ego now, when ego gets into place, I say, let's put ourselves in the hood. You know what I'm saying? I remember this one, <laughs> this one time I'm driving, man. I'm riding my bike down the lane. Yeah. Riding it down. And then a man, an older man, was riding his bike, but he just came into, like, my lane, kind of. So, literally, it's his fault that I'm about to bump <laughs> into him. Yeah. So, I basically, like, turned my wheel to the right. Mm -hmm. So, I barely, like, missed him. See? Man's like, yo, come here, you. Yo. You almost hit me, you know. I'm like, fam, I'm sorry. What do you mean sorry, bro? Who are you talking to? Are you stupid? <laughs> I'm like, I said sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's like a power trip. Now, yeah, yeah. now you're on it because I'm yeah. a little you. You're trying to bully me now. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? So it's like me growing up, am I going to respect someone like that? No. Mm -hmm. I'm going to look at you and then I'm going to start having this resentment because yeah. it's like, yo, you never show me no love. Mm -hmm. If it was, oh, maybe I turn my bike. You say, yo, mind, you're okay? 
I said, oh yeah, I'm okay, big man. So next time, be careful. Mm-hmm. That's respect. Yeah. That's how I look at a big man. Be like, yo, I respect him. Mm-hmm. Not the guy that was trying to like, almost trying, trying to, to beat you. me up, like yeah, sun yeah, me yeah, up. Yeah, like, yo, yeah, that's yeah. how. That's not respect. You get what I'm trying to say. So mm-hmm. I feel like that's a good example. Of the ego and respect shit for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's the way I would define it. How about you? Honestly, just treating others the way how you want to be treated, to be honest. Yeah. You know, like, if you got to be there for someone and they're being there for you, you might as well do that, the same thing to them, right? Mm-hmm. For example, like, last time, one of my boys, right, I needed uh, 30 bucks. And honestly, I was shaking it. Mm-hmm. And after that, I hit him up. He's like, yo, fam, honestly, I can't bless you right now because it's an idiot thing. You always keep on asking for me. But when... You were in my situation, yeah. and I was helping you. What were you saying? You're yeah, just no taking my money, asked. no questions asked. Yeah. You know, so uh, hmm. if I'm in a situation like that, you got to be there for me, and I'm gonna be there for you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it works both ways, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, talk to me. I think it's just like how you carry yourself around your people. Like, like I, that's like when I meet somebody, like how they carry themselves around their own people. Yeah. And then how they carry themselves around me. Mm-hmm. And then like, just if they, like, if it's just consistent, like they're just always like that. Like, you know, mm-hmm. cause like, I know people have bad days and stuff, but more so just like, for example, Skrilla, like Skrilla's just a really, how do you say, the nicest guy in the room. Like he'll, a bunch of people he doesn't know probably walk into his restaurant on a hot day. He'll probably just say, Hey guys, water for everyone. Like yeah. just, just <clears throat> no, yeah. no real talk. Like, yeah. no, 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 I, I, I you know what I'm saying? Like I believe you. So it's like we're saying like just <laughs> yeah. the way you carry yourself with people. Because yeah. some people do these things for show. It's kinda like that same topic, like people saying people doing nice things for people on camera. Mm-hmm. Like, is it genuine? Like I'm just really yeah. trying to see how yeah. genuine yeah. the people mm-hmm. are around me are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that really like that's how I gauge whether I really want to be friends with someone or not. Mm-hmm. Cause just like they I could be on top today and on the bottom tomorrow and I might need help. Yeah. And you know, back and forth. So I don't know, I think it's just based on how people carry themselves with their people, their family, and so you can continue to do things with them. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. Right. I feel like there's levels to respect, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like how the, the example Skrilla was given, uh, I'm a father, and even my own daughter sometimes puts me in my place. Mm-hmm. I have to respect my own daughter, and she's four years old. Yeah, yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If she sees that I'm respecting her, what is she going to do? Turn around and respect me. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. just because I'm her father. Right, but we're all people, and people just need to be respected all around. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And if I have respect for myself, the people that I come in contact with would automatically respect me, right? Now, if you if you see that I'm meeting you for the first time and my name holds weight to you, yeah. if I'm not in the same space as you, mm-hmm. you're still gonna respect me because of how I carried myself the first time we met. You feel me? Um, and honestly, all you guys touched on some great points, and I think that, and the reason why I even brought it up, because like I said, I think in our community it's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I personally, I think that the, the respect is that, and Ray touched on it a bit. Is number one, you have to respect yourself, mm-hmm. right? And we also have to know that, like, somebody stepping on your shoes, not disrespect. Mm-hmm. Somebody just stepping on your shoes. Mm-hmm. Somebody talking out of pocket sometimes is they uh, and. They speaking from their own place of whatever stage in their life they're at. Mm-hmm. And I was watching a great interview from from Jay-Z and and that this line spoke to to me in so many ways. Cause he's like, when you you know, when you in the hood and they go, yo, what the fuck you looking at? Like he thinks, and Jay-Z was literally saying that he's like, he thinks you could see his weakness. So therefore mm-hmm. he's willing to hurt you yeah. because he can't tap into his own vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of the time, and we go back to the little incident, I got almost I got stabbed one time. Mm-hmm. Because I told him, man, he can't be in the, in my car. In my car. Think about this. Oh, 
What? <laughs> it was five in the back. It was already like the, it, and it wasn't like the car was empty. Mm-hmm. It was jam packed. The man was like, "Yo, how you gonna disrespect me like that?" It's like, but it's my car. Um, and these are guys, you know, from 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 the environment, the, the place I used to live, and that was literally the last time I spent time there. Cause I almost like, you know, I remember driving home and I was like, this man would have took my life and my parents wouldn't even have known what the fuck was up. <laughs> like, imagine like, I'm thinking like this would have affected my family for the rest of their life because I'm, yeah. I'm not, even though I be around the environment, I'm smart enough to be like, okay, this is, this is where I got to go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And Ray, maybe Ray could attest to it because we were in the same school. Like I was, a, everybody I was around with was, you know, it wasn't, was rowdy and even us, but I choose to. To, to move a different way. And I think that yeah. part of it, and, and that's why I bring up the whole Jay-Z situation, it was like a lot of people are dealing with hurt and, and, mm-hmm. and the hurt. Anger. And, and just them saying, yo, what you looking at? They think mm-hmm. that you're seeing them at their weakest position. So now they got to up that the next level. And sometimes it end up with them taking somebody else's life. Bedroom bully. We up to something. Whoa, whoa. We up to something. Yeah. Shorty know the deal, no be long thing. No. She want a long thing, long like planting. Yeah. From when I come, you know I'm good again. good again. Baby, are you ready? Let me go again. Baby, turn it over, let me go again. Baby, turn it over, let me go again. Baby, turn it over, let me go again. Let me go again. Let's get nasty. So bend over when you're taking off your panties. Real slow and whistle your ass cheeks. I'ma touch it, baby. You don't have to ask me. Quite fancy, yeah. You know what I mean? So, and I think that, you know, hopefully as, as, as black men, and I think that this is a conversation we need to be having one another um, and, and to really, you know, and part of that too is also showing people that are coming after us. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, you ain't got to do that. You know what I mean? All the time and 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 things like that. So, I mean, appreciate y'all sharing for sure. Um, y'all enlighten me and I hope that whatever I say kind of enlighten everybody else. And so we, we, I want to move to the second part of that is... Um, Doing business with friends. Mm-hmm. I mean, here we got friends, family, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Brothers, cousins, mm-hmm. everybody, and you guys are moving as a unit. The record mm-hmm. labor is family, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, it's run by the family because I'm sure you guys look at each other like you the blood family and things like that. Um, share with us. I want a good and a bad. Um, what, what, what is the best part? Let's start with the good. What is the best part about starting a business or enterprise record label with people that are your friends and family what's the best part about that i feel like when you're doing business with your friends you know everyone's weakness and strength right off the bat because you know them like the back of your hand you know what i'm trying to say so you know say okay maybe when it comes to promotion all right you're not the guy for that but this guy's the guy for that yeah but you're strong on like uh marketing and this you yeah know what i'm trying to say so that's probably the, the best part about it too and just knowing that everyone's mindset is at the same level. Like, yo, this is what we're doing. We're going to move at this speed. Yeah. No one's going to slow us down. Yeah. We're all at the same speed. You get what I'm trying to say? And I feel like the bad would probably just be vice versa. Like, okay, like, 
the guy that's not going to take any accountability when oh shit goes left but you knew that this is your job and you didn't do it but now you're like angry because oh uh i don't have time i'm not making money from this da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. but like it needs to if 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 you don't understand the sacrifice that it takes to do stuff like this, like how you have your setup, yeah. you're doing this by yourself, mm-hmm. where it takes time, free time, <laughs> and you're not going to get paid for, <laughs> yeah, yeah, then yeah, you're yeah. Not, you, should, you shouldn't be here. Yeah. You get what I'm trying to say? And that's the line that we have to draw from the good and the bad. It's like, yo, it looks good. Just like how you were telling me earlier on, like, mm. a man asked you, like, yo, so who's shooting your podcast for you? Yeah. You say, yo, bro, nobody. It's yeah. just me. Because yeah. the way it looks, it looks good, but they don't know the work that gets yeah, yeah put in behind the scenes. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's like, if you're not ready to put in that work, buddy, please, go somewhere else. Be good. You know what I'm trying to say? That's why we had to make it like this. Yeah. Me and Hundo, did this, we did this before. Most of the guys that we were in business with before, we're not in business with them now. Yeah. They're still supporting on the outside. Like, yo, you don't know, you got my support. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? But like, the collective is going to have to be a little different. Yeah. Because everyone's priorities are different as well, too. So that's another thing, too. You got to separate. If your priorities are not the same as what we're trying to do. Obviously, it's going to go bad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you're only as strong as your weakest link, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And who's the, who's the accountability guy in the group? Who, who's the one guy that keeps everybody accountable? Fuck, Ray. Or, or you guys... Ray, Ray, sometimes. Sometimes me, Narcos. Okay. Like, so we, all, we all take we all turns. Yeah. Yeah. We all hold each other. We all hold each other. So it's not one guy. You know what I'm saying? One man's going to point something out and say, yo, 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 you're not doing this enough. Or like, yo, fam, we need to put this out. No, we need to pay for this. You get what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Like, and it's everyone's taking a turn to do that because we all see it. So mm-hmm. we're not, it's not being like, un, like unsaid, but just like, oh, all right, yeah. if you're not going to say it, I'm not going to say nothing. No, nah, yeah. yeah. move yeah. like that. Yeah. And you know, it's not like we're holding each other accountable just to like bash on people, mm-hmm. but it's just to say it, to show them that, yo, we see your full potential. Mm-hmm. So if there's something that we can do to help you push you to do what you're supposed to do to better the group, mm-hmm. yo, yeah. let us know what we can do to help you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. also just like going through so many situations in the past. So we're kind of just kind of like, it's kind of like an unspoken rule where like no one's in their feelings here. Yeah. 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 It's like unspoken. Like no one's saying it, but like, like Squidward might say, yo, this is not, this is, this is not working yeah. for me, blah, blah, blah. No yeah. one's going to feel a way about it. Yeah. We're just going to try to find a way to find a solution. Because exactly. 10 years ago, we might've felt a way about it, you mm-hmm. know? And then that would just slow us down. Like, right. you know, so right. we're just trying to change our attitude mm-hmm. and change the way we think Yeah. so that when these type of things happen, we find solutions. You could address and then kind of move on. Um, yeah. how, how long? How long you guys been running? Um, how How old is the record label? How long has it been going? Two months. Fresh off the. As soon as we dropped the project, the, the label was ready. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, <laughs> boom. You know and the project that you're talking about, you're 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 speaking of Ice Cold. Yeah, Ice, ice Cold. Cold. Godzilla, Ice Cold, baby. Definitely. And mm-hmm. um. Ray sent it to me, so I actually spent some time was listening to it before y'all got here, and I got my favorite record off of that. Mm. Um, so let, let's even you know change the conversation. Let's talk about the record because mm. um, though we want to you know everybody to to hear our story as black men, we also want you to talk about the music, which Most is definitely. one of the main reason that you came up here. Mm-hmm. Um, so talk to me a little bit about um, because we do have the in house producer in here, mm. um, the guy that's responsible, and he's also is fairly new in this, right? Yeah. And sometimes I think that when you tell people like. Oh, I only been doing it for a year or two. They like, oh, like they kind of shocked. But right. a year or two is different because if, if I'm doing this and, and not saying that you are, but let's say if I'm spending 10 hours a day mm-hmm. and you're only spending three hours a day, two mm-hmm. years is going to be your five years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So two years to me, I, I never look at it. Oh, you've been doing it a long time. But it's like if I could see actual 
uh, levels and skill set to it. Yeah. It's like you could have been doing this thirty days, and you could be a lot better yeah. than anybody else that's been doing it. But let's let's take it back to the to the very beginning. Be, mm. Sorry, before before you even jump into that, okay, all right. I don't want to take anything from Narcos. He hasn't been doing this for two years. He's been doing it much <laughs> longer, to be honest with you. Yeah. I don't know if Skrilla would remember. Honest? No, no, to be honest. Jump into that. Exactly. Nah, nah, so nah, if nah. Skrilla wants to touch on that, then he could touch on that. Because yeah. to be honest, this yeah. has been an actual real, real family. Like, yeah. it's been 10 plus years, 10 to be honest, plus. To be yeah. honest with you. Yeah. This kid has been working for years, and I mm-hmm. brought his sound to Skrilla. Mm-hmm. And know what Skrilla told me? He's got to work some more. Yeah. And I, I agreed yeah, with that's him. That's what it is, too. <laughs> I agreed facts. with him, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I would probably say maybe five years later, mm-hmm. Narcos perfected the sound that he has yeah. now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now we brought it to Skrilla, like, yeah. okay, we're ready to work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's so it's not real. two years, man. This guy needs to big up himself. Talk to me about that a bit. It's not two years. Talk to me about the process. To be honest, it all first started when I was like, probably like, I'll say 10 or 12, my bro, my older bro, Sam, he was mm-hmm. playing the keys, right? And I got inspired. So at an early age, like I'll say grade six, the person that he taught, taught me how to make beats. Mm-hmm. So I was making like a uh, high life gospel. And then as I got older, like in high school, I started making trap. And then honestly, when I was making the beats, it wasn't really like popping like that. So I'll say probably like 2018. That's why I'm like, yo, I'm gonna take this thing serious. I'm gonna try to ting. I got my first laptop. I started working. And after that 2020 pandemic, so I'm like, yo, let me just make a beat, try to send it to like an artist. So I made this one, uh, what do you call it? Like an Afro beat. Yeah. I'm like, yo, who could I send this to? So I, I uh, what do you call it? I DM'd Quams from UK. I'm like, yo, bro, I have a beat. I think you would do good on it. And then he never replied. <laughs> so I'm like, yo, be like that. Yeah, man, you gotta tell yo, that, I mean, I was, like, you know, I was most hurt. Don't reply. This yo, business is tough. It's tough. <laughs> like he's there posting. I'm like, yo, bro, you never seen my message. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, fine. And then after that, he's like, okay, bro, here's my email. Okay, I'm like, okay, yo, I sing the beat. He's like, okay, cool, cool. I'm gonna hit you back. Okay, I'm waiting. He never hits me back. So I'm like, ah, yo, bro, did you listen to the beat? He's like, nah, 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 not yet. So I'm like, okay, bet, bet. And then one day he's like, yo, bro, you're fucking crazy. I'm like, yo, bless, 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 you yeah, know? Yeah. You need to lock in. And from there, you know, 2020, things just started. Started to, yeah. to, to, to come up and come yeah. up. you're now getting to, to showcase a little bit of that talent. And, and you know what? Good good, good on you, uh, Ray, for actually keeping us on, on that thing. Because I think that a lot of times, and for me, I love the process. I don't mm-hmm. care about the end result. Yeah. I, I love yeah. process because... For me, it's like everything is the process. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? If you if you play sports, if you don't go hard at mm-hmm. you know pr- practice, yeah. you're gonna get to the game. You're gonna hit <laughs> air balls all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I think that a lot of the times now, like yeah, it's cool to see you know podcast look good, the setup is good. Mm-hmm. But what you don't realize is my even even my interview skills. And I think that and and if I point it out to people, people lock in. But I I probably work the most on how I you know direct a conversation. How yeah. we able to just yeah, talk yeah. and then and then figure that out to the point that like people can't even pick it up. So mm-hmm. that means that like okay, cool, like this is getting somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's really, you know, when you break that down, it is an art form. And I'm sure that your process there there is there is a, a secret sauce. There's an art form to yeah. maybe how you start with the with the putting the instruments together, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because I've been in studios, but I mean I could hear something that's good, but I, I yeah. couldn't tell you everything behind it. I yeah. mean, same with you, Skrilla. Like right. 
your writing process might be different, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys remember this, and we're veering off a bit, but there was a time when people was like, "Oh, I'm not writing my bars," because Jay Z was like, "I don't, I don't, I don't write my bars." <laughs> Y'all remember this? And everybody time. was going to the booth like, and just, but then Jay Z was like, "No, no, I don't write it down to paper, but in my head, in my head yeah. Yeah. I've been rehearsing that line for like three hours, and then yeah. I go to the studio and I lay it down." But that's his process, mm-hmm. and I think you know, it's like so. Once he said that, maybe some people was like, "Oh yeah, let me." <laughs> so pretty much sit down because I'm in the studio just saying you know pure nonsense right so mm-hmm. uh, thank you for sharing that and so after that you you Ray brings you back Skrillex like, okay this dude yeah, this is how let, let's let's cook it up yeah um, Ice Cold who who came up with the title or how did I even come about uh, oh ice sorry I, is it Ice Ice World no no Ice Cold Ice Cold I'm yeah, good so right? okay. Ice Cold um okay so basically. Me and Narcos locked up from like January. Um, I was working with some the next company. We we're trying to like work on a partnership on a management mm-hmm. kind of thing, right? So I was in their studio for about like I don't know, what, two months or something. Yeah. And we locked in, maybe like made over like fifteen songs, whatever. And then it didn't really go anywhere. So we're like, yo, come, let's like let's let's lock in from I think it was from March to now. We never stopped, mm-hmm. like, non-stop creation. Because before that, like, how Ray said, Ray was like, yo, yeah, I brought... I think it was Ray and it was Beto as well. Because yeah, 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 yeah. it was like, Ray would come to me, like, we were living together at a point, and he's like, yo, bro, I think it's phone. He's like, yo, I'm going to play something for you. Like, right, plays it for me. I'm like, all right, it's proper. Who is this? It was my little bro. I'm like, oh, it's your little bro. Yeah, yeah. And this time, I think it was like 13 or something. Yeah, he was like, young. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, this is good. Like, just tell him to keep working. You know what I'm saying? And me talking to me. It's like they're trying to shout this kid to me. They're like, yo, 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 you got to hear this kid. I love beat, it. Right? Like, I, love I hear it. it. I'm like, yo, yeah. it's actually good, but he just needs to do more. Because them times, I was like producing. I was getting into producing and stuff. Yeah. So like, the things I needed to hear for it to be complete, I wasn't hearing it yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? So I'm like, he's on the right track. All he needs to do is just keep doing it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because for me, just like you, like I, I engineer, I mix, I flip it. Uh, I used to like record my own videos and edit, edit the videos. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I did everything that we could do to like cut costs. Mm-hmm. So it's like even studio, recording yourself, mixing, mastering. Like I think Ice Cold took me like, three months to mix and master by myself. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And that shit is like tedious. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, you know, to fast forward now, uh, it's summertime. So right before summertime, we had a single called Tanka, right? And Tanka means big bum ass and stuff, right? Cheese, whatever. Yeah. And so like, yo, we have a summer anthem for the gal then. So yo, let's, let's do this. So we dropped the audio. The audio is doing okay. And a few days after that, uh, close like family friend to us died so it literally like killed every momentum shifted everything it shifted everything because literally right after that i think it was like a week or two later my dog sam r.i.p sam he died on the 7th of like september so i was like no what the hell's going on yeah because I, I had all these plans we had all these plans we're sitting here picking the songs and everything we had everything ready yeah and then all of this happened and then a week after that someone died so I was just like yo bro like I'm tired mm-hmm. you know what I mean I, I, I think at that point there was like four people that had died from like July to September September yeah yeah. you know what I'm saying so it was a lot these are people that I grew up with spent time with like 
know what I'm saying? So it's like, yo, honestly, like, I don't feel that same vibe anymore. Mm-hmm. That whole summer vibe that I want to push out, I don't feel like yeah. it's the right time yeah. for it. So then I came up with the concepts. Like, yo, honestly, like, my, my, my dog on Instagram, he said, uh, I think his name is um, Ice Cold for Ice Water. Because we used to call Sam Ice Water, you know what I'm saying? So it just gave me the, like, that's how I feel inside. Because, yeah. like, for the that whole month of September, man, I didn't, like, do anything. I didn't, I'm a type of person, I always, like, yo, always do games, nights, do this. I didn't do shit that whole yeah. summer. Yeah, yeah, You know what I'm trying to say? I was just dead. You know what I mean? So I felt like Ice Cold was the feeling I was feeling yeah. at that time. And Godzilla was basically how I'm trying to come into the game mm-hmm. and trying to bring this new genre, this new sound yeah. to, to the world. You know what I'm trying to say? So... Ice Cold, yeah, seven songs, bro, died on the seven. So I was like, I was just like trying to do everything that would make me feel comfortable. Like, yo, yeah. I have to make sure this project is perfect from beginning to the end. You know what I'm saying? Because he was one person that was like really prominent on like, yo, yo, honestly, like you have to dive more into your culture, bro. Yeah. We, we dropped a song, Soko Remix in like 2020. Mm-hmm. And when he seen that, he's like, oh, bro, he messaged me personally. He's like, fam, you need to do more of these, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, send me these tunes. Like, yeah. You need to really dive into your culture, fam. Yeah, yeah. Like, motherland shit. I love it. I'm like, you know what, bro, now? I hear you. I'm on it. And that was what I said to him. And it's like, from then, like, to see what, what the project did, it's like, it made me feel so good inside. So, yeah. like, bro, thank you for that motivation you gave me. You know what I'm saying? So, like, now that that ice cold project is out the way, now you're going to hear some more melodic harmonies and yeah. stuff for me, you know what I'm saying? So, it's Ice Cold, bro, it was like a very personal yeah. tape for me to yeah. kind of just display what I was going through, especially from the intro. Like, you'll just feel how I felt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. And that's why I wanted even to ask you, like, how how, how therapeutic that was to, to, to release the project and to kind of like... Because I think a lot of the time, too, when we're going through things, mm-hmm. um, we just like, we feel like... First of all, we can't show it to the world. Mm-hmm. We gotta, we gotta keep that in. Um, but losing somebody, like we don't get time to grieve because once again, we're dealing with mm-hmm. our own personal mm-hmm. uh, realities. Life is still moving. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The scariest thing is, and every time when I see somebody pass away, mm-hmm. and then a week later that person is not even mentioned, mm-hmm. it's like, damn, bro, it's crazy, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, yeah. but at the same time, you can't really blame them, though. I mean, yeah, life. Like I lost my mom in 2019, and. She was running a business mm-hmm. and we all started together. It was me and my mom started in 2006. Yeah. He was, he played a big part in the beginning too, helping us out. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's bro, right? When my mom passed in 2019, he was the first person I called. I'm like, oh, bro, my mom's out of here. Like, she's gone. I'm like, what? Yo, don't want to talk to you tomorrow. And I was just in tears. But that day, I knew there is no way I can sit here and sulk because now it's only me. There's no dad. There's no mom. I have siblings. I gotta take care of them. You gotta, you gotta step into yeah, that. Yeah, I gotta that step plate. in. Like, I got okay. Yeah, <clears throat> it's go time. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say. So, like, sometimes I do understand. Like, you don't want to be in that state for a month. For a month. It's mm-hmm. not fun, bro. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's very Dark. depressing. It puts whatever focus you had at that time mm-hmm. is out the way. And I knew that if I didn't use this music to be my yeah. therapy. Man, I would have stopped making music for a bit. I would have been like, I'm going to pause for a bit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. what I was going through, what my friends were going through at that time, it was a very heated moment. Yeah. Very heated. They're still heated. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes we sit there, we just it, we can't wrap our minds around the situation. Yeah. Just really taking that he's not here. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So, 
yo, trust me, it, it helped a lot, man. Yeah. It helped. It was a very lot. Th- therapeutic. Yeah, man. Cause like at the same time too, like yeah, it kind of does sound gangster, but at the same time, that's why I, I put bomb bomb on there. Cause mm-hmm. like. I don't want to make it so loud. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah, come on, dance a little bit with yeah, YouTube. Yeah. I want you to hear me as well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And life life is about that. It's like some days are happy days. Some days mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's not the greatest, but you push through. Some days yeah. it's like, yo, I'm having a great time and things like that. Right. But to go back to one one thing that you said is very important. I think that we, we need to talk about this and, and, and to speak on it more is like, it's okay to be, to be down mm-hmm. and it's okay to also like, yo, I'm fucked up, mm-hmm. right? It's okay mm-hmm. to just... And I think that part of it is because we're not in tune with our emotion as much as we should be, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We fight the feeling. So it's mm-hmm. like, yo, this is 30 days. It's too, you know what I mean? I, I need to get back. Mm-hmm. Because what end up happening is if you don't allow yourself to grieve properly, mm-hmm. that energy is displaced and it comes out at another moment. This mm-hmm. is when somebody step on your shoes mm-hmm. and then yeah. you take their life, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Because you, 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 you got to think about it. You not took the garbage from the living room. You put it. In the closet. Yeah. The day you go open the closet, it's still gonna smell like shit. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Facts. So the best thing to do is, and, and I and and even for me, honestly, I'm starting to learn about this because I, I've been going to therapy and I've been trying to like figure it out. And a lot of it, it comes from like, yeah, somebody did something to you, cool. You can feel ways, but keep it pushing because they're not speaking to you from what you did. They're speaking to you from their pain point mm-hmm. and where mm-hmm. they are, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like. You know, even now, like, you know, we spoke about this. Like, I was going through, you know, work was hectic and things like that. And I was just like, fuck trying to, like, be employee of the year. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm fucked up. Yeah. Sure. I've been doing this yeah. eight years. Like, I'm, sure. I'm like, oh, no, nah, no. Nah, I'm going to call my doc. Hey, doc. Mm-hmm. Shit ain't, you know, we, it's mm-hmm. fucked up over here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And then right away, my doc was like, oh, here's what, whatever. And then it's like, but for so many I've been fighting it for so long and it's mm-hmm. like, and if I don't in, stay in tune, mm-hmm. you kind of like lose yourself and it gets worse. So this is when you start to drink. Mm-hmm. This is when you, you know, you chase a hundred different women. And mm-hmm. so now you're displacing that pain and then you're, you're, you're you develop vices, mm-hmm. alcohol, weed or whatever it is. We all have it to a certain point, but once you can't control that, that's when it, it comes, it becomes self-harming kind of thing. But I mean, thanks for sharing that. And, and, um, and rest in peace to everybody to, to pass on and, and yeah, hopefully man. through the music and through everything you guys are doing. Trust me, R.I.P. Uvi, R.I.P. T. Uh, Tage, R.I.P. Ice Water, R.I.P. King, man. You already know. And then, you know, and Abe definitely going to keep uh, pushing that message in fort. Mm-hmm. Um, now, yeah. let me ask y'all this. It's to kind of, you know I mean, you know, raise the energy up a bit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> it's a segment that I, that I not do on the podcast. It's called Activated Moment of the Week. And I'm going to go around and everybody will give me uh, what their activated moment of the week is. It could have been a book you're reading, a video that you saw, something that like spoke to you in a real way. Uh, I'll start with me. For me, I went to, on Friday, uh, I went to watch Batman. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, like I said, because I'm not at work right now, I'm, I'm literally doing, th- like, I'm like, what are things that I used to enjoy back mm-hmm. in the days? Mm. It was going to the movies. Right. Like I was a, like I went to the movies during the summer four or five times a week. Mm-hmm. I went to the Tuesday when it was for the lows. I went to the Tuesday and then I got my money up a bit. I went to the Friday brand new drunk and then <laughs> Sunday morning. You know what I mean? Even uh-huh. the summertime when they used to do the kids. Um, be like, oh, bring the kids two dollars. Where I used to pick up my nephews and be like, yo, we, you know, this is really for me. But we going yeah, to the so that was that was for me watching Batman and things like that. And I really like, like, damn, I like I miss it. So, mm-hmm. uh, Narcos, what would you what would you say if you could even remember? What was your activated moment of the week? Uh, 
something that you did that just brought you great joy? Honestly. Making beats. Yeah, to be honest, making yeah. beats. Waking up in the morning, just making beats, you know, learning new things for hours and hours, you know? Yeah. Achieving greatness, you know? Yeah. That's Dash. Spirla. Hmm, something that I did that brought me joy. Um, honestly, I... Okay, so we have a song on our on our project called Trap and Lover, mm-hmm. right? And there's a, there's, a, there's a guy, his name is Kwaku Jigs, or Kwaku the Jigs, Kafra. Uh-huh. I hope I, hope I didn't fuck it up. But um, he's basically like like a Ghanaian chi rapper that kind of adds a little bit of English to it, and he just raps, and he's being co-signed by like Sako Dia and all these guys in Ghana. So I'm like, yo, like I got a link with this guy, you know what I'm saying? Like. Mm-hmm. Let me say, let's do something. So I linked with him. He was, he was feeling the music. He's like, all right, send me a song. So I sent him a remix to Trap and Lover. And he sent me the verse the other day. I heard it on oh God. I, I held it for a day. I'm like, I need to hear these. I need to, honestly, I'm like, I held it. I'm like, I need to see these guys' faces when they hear his verse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I played the verse in front of them. And it was just joy. Like yeah. that's yeah. why I like small things like that yeah. that bring us like the biggest smile on your face. Because like, yo, we accomplished something. Let's move. You know what I'm saying? It mm-hmm. was a crazy verse. Shout out Kwaku Jigs. You know what I'm saying? So like through that, we were able to link up with like three other artists. So we have like an artist from like Nigeria, yeah. another artist from Ghana, um, one artist from South Africa. Like we're just it's trying African to do that African everywhere, people man. everywhere, man. Yeah. We're just yeah. trying to That's connect it right, right there, now, man. You know what I'm so <laughs> yeah, man. It's just when it's when when you see like your 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 vision coming together, mm-hmm. it just makes you feel like yo, you know what? I'm just gonna you know take a shot of Henny. You know, make some bets. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Because, yo, we was hitting. We was hitting the other man. Becky 6'5", man. You already know the wizard. Love it. Uh, <laughs> talk to me. Um, I think just so, uh, it was independence. It was getting independence the other day. Mm-hmm. And, oh, uh, facts, facts. Yeah, facts. so I think I was just, just basking and being, like, proud to be African and being in a point, being at a point where we can be African out loud, like you know, yeah, yeah. just just based off like the thing we touched on at the beginning, at where the it, was beginning, like, yeah. it was hard to be African twenty years ago. So yeah. <laughs> just to be like African and proud, like step out, like mm. I can come out in my full traditional outfit and yeah. not get laughed at. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, like, like, I'm, like you know, just, embrace it. just 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 know that I could just be me, like to yeah. like I grew up with people who used to lie about being Ghanaian, like people used to be like, my dad's half. Jamaican, like you know, yeah. that's just lying stuff. So like, just being like African, Yo, and that's just being proud. That, that's really fucked up that we yeah, did that is. to ourselves. Yeah. Like we hated ourselves, yeah, man. you know what I mean. Yeah, and and I think part of it too, we didn't control the narrative, and mm-hmm. it's like it's a mind fuck, right? Like it's like if, if I could convince you that you ain't shit, you you will feel like you ain't shit. It doesn't yeah. even matter where you are, and I yeah, think. And we started with that saying that like, yo, we are all from the continent. We're great. I want to go to Ghana. I want people to pill up the, and go to Niger. Now, when I even go there, I shoot like these epic vlogs and people literally like in my DM all day like, yo, bro, what the, like I thought like two days ago, somebody literally left a comment on the video and go, yo, honestly, thank you for showing this. I thought Niger was all war and famine. I said, nigga, we got Niggas got money over there. Yeah, like of course, like everywhere else. Mm -hmm. In Toronto, I could take you to places that you're gonna be like, oh no, this this is not (laughs) Canada, right? So why do we now look at other places and go, oh no, like it's places you could go and not feel, yeah, yeah, it's everywhere. everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Ray, talk to me about your your activated moment of the week. Um, I guess I could say um, it was March break last week, right? So I got to spend time with my my family. Oh, Took the whole to week that. off big of work, man. Yeah, yeah, to be yeah, honest yeah. with you, Bless. I even forgot I had the whole week off. A coworker remind me. I was like, "Damn, 
Good thing you reminded me. Yeah. Um, took them out, you know, went to the mall, walked around for, for a little bit. Actually got to sit at the food court and just, you know, enjoy enjoy a meal with the family. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. But the second thing that I can say that really just brought me joy was just sitting at the piano and just like, you know, I, I'm teaching myself how to play it again. And I, I'm teaching myself how to play songs by ear. Yeah. And I was mm-hmm. able to figure out a song. I'm telling my little bro, like, listen, yo, let's try to figure out these chords and let's try to, you know, make a next little beat. From from that. From that. Yeah. And the song was African Queen, so mm-hmm. it's an original, you know what I mean? It's a classic. Say no more. Say it's no a, more. You say African Queen. Yeah, you, you know, know what I mean? Queen. If you don't know African Queen, you're not African. <laughs> you don't know nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and, and on that note, like I want, you know, everybody sitting here to be like, yo, you know, when you have time, obviously, you know, it can't be once a week, but I think that we got to start to really take care of ourselves in, in a real way. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So mm-hmm. whatever brings you joy, if you could do it for two hours a week and yeah. it, it just, it, it, that will carry forward so much more. And then, you know, we, we be out in the community and actually being, um, people that are like helping push mm-hmm. the community and the messaging forward and really, I think for me, my goal is like, I want, you know, it's like, it's an ecosystem I live in. I want that to be better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If, mm-hmm. if it's whether through podcasting, through video showing, through whatever personal talent that I have, if it's yes. through hosting events and, and, and putting artists on, if, if it's, you know, if we're at AfroFest and yeah. wh- in whatever way that, I, that I'm learning to, 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 to give back, mm-hmm. um, that's, that's my goal. And, and sometimes it's funny though, people will DM me like on Friday, uh, shout out to Irie, this guy that I just met when I was working at the radio, he had called in. Mm-hmm. And we're doing an interview. I don't know this guy from nowhere. Mm-hmm. And I go, oh, so where's your Instagram or whatever? He didn't have an Instagram at the time. Mm-hmm. And I go, bro, you don't have an Instagram? <laughs> what's, what's going on? Yeah. And so me, I'm just like, this is just how I am. Like, I just mm-hmm. say things. Mm-hmm. So he later on went and activated the Instagram, DM me and everything like that. And then we've been talking. He's also an artist. He's like, and then he invited me like, yo, I'm, you know, I'm setting up an album or whatever. I want you to come to the studio, show love and, you know, just come and listen. And then I was like, okay, not right now, but eventually a couple months later, yeah. on Friday, I was able to go in and link up with him. So he goes, yo, bro, first of all, like, is it you to run your instinct? I said, yeah. I mean, yeah. He's like, yo, you're like, you respond. I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm going to respond right away, but of course. like, yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, because a lot of the time when you DM people, they don't even respond. respond. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, because everybody wants to feel bigger yeah. than what they actually are. are yeah. Right? And so we sat down, we chopped it up and... To me, it felt good. He was like, yo, when you told me about the Instagram shit live on radio, mm-hmm. I was just like, this guy. But he's like, and it's because of what you said. <laughs> you know, Ray, we know this. I don't know how to control my shit sometimes. No filter. Sometimes I'm just like. But he was like, yo, that actually made me look at music in a more like, yo, now, like, because of what you said, I went and I turned my Instagram back and I'm trying to work on a project and things like that. And subconsciously, it's like, we all touch people all day. Yeah. And every time it's like that little mm-hmm. thing that you give, mm-hmm. you don't know what it ends up. And it goes back to what I'm saying when it comes to the ecosystem mm-hmm. for black people, for black men, for mm-hmm. Africans, we are responsible uh-huh. for for fixing that. Mm-hmm. Right. Instead yeah. of taking on everything that was given to us in the worst way. And then now mm-hmm. it's like it's our responsibility to kind of, you know, carry that forward. Um, last question I got for you guys, man. I enjoy talking to you guys, man. I appreciate y'all appreciate actually. You, man. Uh, man, appreciate you, bro. this, bro. You know what I mean? Pulling up on me like this on this beautiful <laughs> Sunday. Um, and and, and this, I, I want to hear y'all opinion on this. Um, how how do you guys feel about you know some of our biggest African artists now? Um, 
and we're talking about you know finding our identity from at the beginning of the podcast. Mm. You know when you got Wizkid going to to do a song with Justin Bieber, mm. uh, one of the biggest song um, ever, and then you know Bieber gets on there. Now it's like you know pure garbage. I, honestly, you know what's funny is <laughs> at first I hated that song, but I'm I'm not gonna lie to you, right? Yeah. Well, the more I listen to, I'm like, it's not bad. It's, it's not, not bad. bad. You know, it's not the worst. But the first day, especially when we got, over, I was killer. I was like, yo, please Jesus get Christ. this yeah. out of here. This yeah, is pure garbage. Maybe that's why they fired me from the radio. But um, <laughs> how do y'all feel? The question I want to ask is, how do y'all feel about African artists um, now working with? let's say hip hop or even, you know, artists that don't understand the culture mm. and, and especially like our biggest artists like that, Vito and things like that. How do y'all mm. feel about us now collaborating with like the likes of the big artists in the U S well, okay. Remember when dance hall was like the biggest thing in the nineties mm -hmm. and then dance hall started making the, the crossover to America and started yeah. making songs with Janet Jackson and whoever the hell they were making songs with, you know what I'm saying? it kind of just solidifies that genre and says, yo, we're here to stay. Mm -hmm. So I feel like with Afrobeat, when Wizkid, David O, Burner Boy now are making the crossover, it's like, yes, we're here. Mm -hmm. Now I can go into the grocery store and hear Afrobeat music mm -hmm. and I have to tell someone to put it on because we're solidified. Yeah. Yeah. We're here to stay. Okay. So I feel like it's a good thing. I don't want, we don't want too much, obviously. We yeah. don't want it to affect what you're doing. Yeah. Gums like, well, I think uh, Rima and Drake have a song coming out too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's going to be huge. Yeah. That's huge for the Afrobeat community. You get what I'm trying to say? So it's just like, yeah, we have a genre that was building and brewing up from like the early 2000s and here we are. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? My thing is, it just hurts me. Like, I, I grew up listening to High Life. So there's like artists like Daddy Lumba, Amachi Dede, Nana24, who you were playing earlier, mm -hmm. that are going to be like, not talked about. But they were like the pioneers yeah, of this yeah. shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But that's that's kind of what, like, what we're trying to do mm -hmm. is kind of give you that same feeling. Like, yo, yeah. I can give you that high life. I can give you that hip yeah. life. Yeah. But we can modernize it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 So, you, so you love it? You love it, man. Yeah. Love it. What about you, my guy? It has a pros and cons. Sure. It has. To me. It's, it's, it's tough because, like, you're happy that everyone likes what you like. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. it, you know, like it's it's great. Everyone likes Afrobeat now. Mm -hmm. But it's just like, the reason why Afrobeat right now is like the lights on Afrobeat is because just like we were talking about earlier about music, well, black people, being black, anything that's black pushes any culture forward. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like a wheel of fortune. And right now Afrobeat is the thing mm -hmm. that is pushing everything forward. So you got to, now everyone's jumping on ship quick. Mm -hmm. Justin Bieber, Drake, you name it. All these guys are jumping on to because they know it's hot right now. It's just like yeah. Afrobeat, um, dance hall ten years ago. Elephant Man was jumping around with Jermaine Dupri and yeah. stuff like that. Like Facts. it was crossover. So now it's Afrobeat time. So mm -hmm. everyone's jumping on ship. It it makes it good for us. It just kind of it just kind of hurts the the people back home mm -hmm. because once it becomes pop, it's like people want to hear Ed Sheer um what's his name Ed Sheeran on on, on on Peru. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> How's the next kid that's in Africa right now? How's he gonna get on when? We got yeah. Justin Bieber and these guys kind of like, kind of touching their spot a little bit, but, mm -hmm. but giving it giving its publicity to everyone in the whole world, I'll take it. It's yeah. good, like you know, it's good yeah. for us. It has the pros and cons. Yeah. It hurts us and it helps us. Sucks. Right, talk to me. Um, I like it and I don't like it because it feels like I'm I'm gonna, <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm gonna say some things that's gonna probably trigger some people, but that's cool. I don't care. Let's take it back 400 years ago when they were taking shit from us. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
You have a guy like Drake on an interview saying, yo, he's the reason why Afrobeat is where it's at. My nigga, no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> yo, listen, we believe in our in our craft so so yeah. much that yo, we we need the world to believe in it. You mm-hmm. feel me? So it's like I love I love where it's shifting to, but it's like let's not forget where we came from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's not water down the culture. Let's not water down tradition and whatnot. Let's not water down the authentic sounds that we fucking have, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And I feel mm-hmm. like if we're gonna make that shift. All those things still need to be in place. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Let's not make it all pop in the United. I mean, like what Skrilla said, it's cool. We can go into grocery stores. You can even go into a restaurant and they'll yeah. be playing Afrobeats. You mm-hmm. feel me? Mm-hmm. So it's a good shift. But then it becomes not Afrobeat anymore. Exactly. Because anything that's the most popular thing is pop. Yeah. That's how the genres work. Yeah, so it's like yeah, yeah. whatever's whatever everyone's listening to becomes pop. Yeah, so it's yeah. like we we lose a part of us yeah. when it gets to that point. That's what I'm saying. Like it can't like they can't yeah. strip that they all can't away. Strip from, it, you know but I mean? pros and cons. So and and I want to speak to this right. Sorry, I hit the mic. What Skrilla said about the old school music. Mm-hmm. AP is gonna keep that alive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you listen to Trap and Lover, there's an old school track. It's, it was sampled. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We're still keeping those things intact. Yeah. Right. So when people hear it, and they hear it with with the modernized Afro beats, modernized drums or percussion or whatever it may be, like, oh shoot, I remember this song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now it sounds ten times better because it sounds so mo- so modern. You know nostalgic. What I mean? Facts. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right? People love nostalgia. Facts. Yeah. And, and I think I mean, and honestly, you know, listen to you guys kind of give me okay, and that's why I like to ask people just to see where where they're standing. I personally, yeah. I think that. I hate it just because it's like, I mean, we have to make sure that the base of the, the foundation is solid before mm-hmm. we start to like bring other people in. Because mm-hmm. at the same time, like we don't want to be working to get it to this point. Somebody be like, oh, let me just, I'm going to borrow that real quick and then go somewhere else and don't bring it back. And now now it's like, if, yes. if, if Afrobeat is the most important genre right now. African people need to benefit first. Yeah, you're right, you're right. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like it's like no, 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 not Justin Bieber, not no, no. Yeah, we nah. have to, and I think 100%. we have to, we have to look at it in the sense of like it's cool. We want Justin Bieber on it, cool, no problem. But if we look at it from like, and you got also look at, and this is why like being in tune, it's important for us to to have a certain level of awareness. It's like mm. you know, Africa got 54 countries. Mm-hmm. The day we get our internet up. Nobody's touching us, None. right? Uh-huh. Because the infrastructure is not there. Yeah. This is why you you know your streaming numbers here uh-huh. is higher than back home. But you got to think about back home. Like people did everything they did to have, everybody had the music. Yeah. Yeah. You can't even quantify how many people. You can't quantify how big whiskey it is in Africa because even when I don't have internet, I have the music yeah, on my phone. It's not uh-huh. tied into the stream. Facts. And I facts. think that's what we have to look at. Is like once we get our internet up and infrastructure, it goes back to everything I was saying at the beginning. You know, once we go back and start to reinvest back, mm-hmm. we're gonna now be the first one collecting the check from it. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And not Fair having nice. somebody like Drake even come on the podcast and even play around by saying, Yo, I got this shit. What is you talking about? Yeah. We're doing stadium niggas yeah. in Africa been doing stadiums. What yeah. is yeah. you on? Yeah, 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 and yeah, now yeah. if you also pay attention, you got people that maybe not wasn't born on the continent, they grew up um in Europe or whatever it is, they got popping there. And mm-hmm. then now they go to our countries do the mm-hmm. concert. They got the cameraman, mm-hmm. and then they go back to Europe. Look, even the African popping. So now their numbers go up. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, and I mean numbers in terms of money, because at the end of the day, once we put our effort into our passion, it mm-hmm. should at least feed the people that we love and give back to that environment. It don't mm-hmm. make sense. 
for us to not be making money from these things. Definitely. You, have to, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So from this point forward, if you know, if we if if right now, you know, I, I want to officially sound part of Ape. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Sir. Officially. Yes, sir. Great. Don't let me down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, nah, bro. Come on, man. Part I got of the you. team, goddammit, okay? <laughs> and from this moment forward, and I give you my word, my word is my bond. Anything I could do mm-hmm. to help push this message nice. forward, the music or whatever it is. Appreciate it. Um, you know what I mean? I'm here for that. So last but not least, let's go around, give everybody social media. Um and then, uh, listen, I hope you got social media. Yeah, yeah, first, first, first. <laughs> <laughs> The man behind the mask. Yeah, yeah man, don't, don't play with me. <laughs> yeah, you good, you good. Uh, Narcos, go first. Go ahead. Okay, yeah. Uh, Instagram, Narcos, N-V-R-H-C-O-S. Snapchat, N-V-R-H-C-O-S. And I'll make sure to add that also when I when I put out the episode. Uh, Skrilla, talk to me. Yeah, man. Just find me on Instagram, Skrilla God, G-H-A-D. W Z R D for wizard. So Skrilla God Wizard on Instagram. And don't follow me on Snap. <laughs> Twitter, Twitter though. Twitter though. Just Skrilla God. Follow me on that. Snap is more of a personal thing, you know, mm-hmm. for my people that you know. I don't really I'm with you on that. I'm the same way. Yeah. What about the music? Where, where can I go and stream the music and, and things Every like that? Every platform you want that you have, you have access to, go over there, type in Skrilla God, S-K-R-I-L-L-A-G-H-A-D. And you'll find all my music there. Even all my all my my all the the rap music I used to do, mm. the fucking the, the project me and uh and Beto dropped in twenty twenty like during the pandemic. Yeah. Darkness that was a crazy project too. But yeah, man, just tap in, tap in, tap in. Follow, stream, uh, subscribe, like, follow, comment. Uh, every blood type. Thing. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Just get it. Just do it. Um, Hundolini, on everything. Pretty much just Hundalini, search me up. You know what I'm saying? We here, we live. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And oh, 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 mm. and um, Ape the Label on IG, yes, sir. That's Don't forget, <laughs> yeah. Ray. Anything you want to plug in, um, your Instagram and everything else that, that, that you guys got going on that you want to let the people know about it? Well, I just want to tell everybody, you know, just go out and follow Ape. Um, look, yeah. look for that 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 tape right now. And I'm just hoping Evil can play a little something for the people to listen to. You know what I mean? You know what? I'm I'm gonna play um, during the podcast. I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna insert. Um, originally, I wanted to even us playing it live because okay. we're just missing a headphone, so it wouldn't have made sense. One of yeah. us would not be able to hear. Mm-hmm. But okay. I make sure to go back in the mid episode and 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 put in my favorite track. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want y'all to influence my liking. <laughs> I'm gonna play uh, my favorite track. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, man, you can follow me. Um, ape the label like like Bitolini said. Yes, um, sir. Also, Playhouse Management on Instagram. You can follow that as well too. Yes, sir. We run everything there. We also have an artist that we're working with. Lots of artists that we're working with. So look out for new music coming mm-hmm. out. Your summer is gonna be lovely with APE. APE baby man. Shout out to Star God too, all the way in Ghana. He's uh-huh. ape. He's ape. He's ape live from the motherland. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? He's from K Town. You know what I'm saying? Hey man. Also, if you're listening to the podcast. If you're a young and up and coming artist, or producer, or producer, or vixen, <laughs> or anything, or anything, hello, you know hello. what I mean. If you're looking Top to band. tell your story through music, mm-hmm. APE yeah. is the place to be. Yeah, at. come to death row, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if you're tired and shout of out, shout out, stuff. shout out, shout out, <laughs> activated podcast for having us, man. We really, really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, straight bro. up, man. Give a round of applause for bro, man. Yeah. That was really good. I love that. I love that. Appreciate love that, you guys, man. man. And you know, as always, this is why I like to wrap up. Thanks again for tuning in. This is the activated podcast and you've officially been activated.
Oh, uh, that was good. Uh, that was good. I,